What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only Ace, which, aka, why's his soul told? <laughs> Can't even speak. AKA, why is his soul so tight? <laughs> what does that even mean? AKA, who keeps sucking on my cornbread? AKA, it's the peanut butter without the jelly. AKA, let me put a tongue on the toilet real quick. Uh, AKA, the undisputed. No, I'm not. I can't even say that. AKA, the Komaki Tiger Dropper. AKA, the Nigga Lil Master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights, episode 164. Um, I'm back. Took a extra little week off, kind of reset this bi-weekly thing either way. So, um, yeah, I'm back, baby. I'm back like I never left. I never left. I never announced it, but I never left. Uh. Yeah, man, feels like, <laughs> it feels like it's been a minute, which I guess technically it has. Um, what's been going on? I mean, gaming wise, there's been a fair amount of stuff going on, which we will talk about. But yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. So without further ado. Let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion. Uh, Stadia, Stadia shutting down. Um, Newsflash, like, I mean, I think we all saw this coming. I think every single person saw it coming, <sighs> but they are finally shutting down. Um, so yeah, they're basically shutting down the cloud streaming service. Uh, the service will remain live until January 18th, 2023. Google is refunding all Stadia purchases, um, as well as hardware and add-ons purchase, which is actually pretty surprising. So apparently like, regardless of when you purchased the stadia, I was, uh, one of the few, uh, that did like, Oh, maybe this might take off if they, if they actually care, but they apparently did not Um, that, you know, it would take off, but, uh, yeah, very surprising that they're literally refunding people, uh, who purchased the devices. So, good on them for doing that either way. But, uh, yeah, like I said before, when, when, uh, Stadia's come, came up in the news previously, uh, they really needed to, to have some sort of Netflix model to make it, make this service compelling at, at the very least, which they refused not to do. You still had to, if you wanted to play a game on Stadia, you had to purchase a game outright and that would, technically give you the rights to play the game 
uh, indefinitely or well, well guess uh, not definitely indefinitely in this case, <laughs> but um, yeah, in terms of the entirety of the services live, but um, yeah, there that's not a very great way to go about it. They really should have had some type of Netflix like model game pass, even like model where, you know, rotating a set of games that come in and come out, uh, at a certain period of time. Basically you have pay one flat rate to have access to a whole plethora of, uh, games in their library and do go about it that way. But no, you, you can only purchase the game, uh, that, that you want specifically and have to pay full price as if you have this, this is a console and a game that won't disappear, which given the circumstances is not the case. So <sighs> we all knew that it was come, this would come. This is, this is indicative of just the, the, <laughs> well, the tradition of Google, you know, I think we've talked about that at nauseam too, like starting up all these new companies, <coughs> realizing the company is not working out and then everybody jumping ship and then, uh, another dead company. So yet another addition to the, uh, to the, to the, to the 220 plus companies Google's started and failed and and is in the graveyard, the Google graveyard. I think that's the website. So there you go. <sighs> yeah, another one bites the dust. Gotta, I gotta respect Google though, for at least trying to, you know, be ahead of the curve, if you will, to try to embrace what technically was kind of like the future, but it just didn't do it right. And then of course, you know, for gamers, 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 quote unquote, you know, for me, at least trying, I tried it a little bit played. I think uh, the only game I played was Samurai Showdown, um, played it, just noticed the, the lag and I'm like, Oh no, get it away from me. And I was done with it. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I've, I, I know it's apparent we'll eventually get to this one day, but I don't, it, 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 it's not today. But that's the frustrating part. It's like Google could have sustained themselves if they implemented uh, that model. But they were so hard headed and uh, didn't want to do that, even though the writing was 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 clearly legible during everything. You know, a lot of the head people jumping ship. Um, uh, the one developer jump ship and then also Let's not mention, uh, well, I mean, let's mention specifically how messed up that they were, they were, uh, with a lot of the companies that were actually developing games, uh, and just finding out the news as we all did publicly, uh, specifically that like, uh, devs were still finishing up games to release exclusively for this console or quote unquote console. Um, and yet nothing just, oh, well, oh, I guess we're not developing for this. Are we still getting paid? Um, all right. 
okay thanks Google so I bet that's fun so you got that all in all all bad Google they they could have had something but they they chose not to they chose not to now that's what happens that is what happens moving on Um, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, I think we, I want to say we maybe talked about this before, but, uh, rumors of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 that's coming out, uh, pretty shortly, um, will have, uh, paid DLC massive Mac map pack, which I think that specifically we did talk about, but in addition to that rumor, at least something a little bit more uh, savory to, to munch on, if you will, is the fact that um, it will also include classic maps from other Infinity War, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer uh, uh, games, uh, obviously within the Call of Duty um, franchise um, that will also be coming uh for year two, um, in terms of that supposed map pack. So I'm guessing all of this will be encapsulated together in one big paid thing. And that's another addition is that apparently this is going to be a paid, a paid map pack. So you have that in a, in effect also. Uh, but that definitely leads to some more interesting stuff like just playing like, uh, what Nuketown, uh, 2023 or, uh, what, what's, uh, that's Treyarch. What's sledgehammers like, uh, would it be, did they work on, I don't think they work on infinite warfare. It was, uh, advanced warfare. How's that going to work with a boots on a ground game? I guess they, they could just adjust for it, but, uh, definitely see a lot of Treyarch's maps. Um, and that's the question of itself. How, how many maps we're talking? Like, this is going to be a damn near like call of duty, like a uh, mobile type thing where I think call of duty mobile has a lot of compiled maps from all of the franchise, uh, various, uh, games in the franchise, uh, compiled together. So I guess that groundwork was kind of somewhat maybe I- I- implemented anyway. So but good to hear either way. Cause I mean, one of my favorite, uh, games within the series, uh, to get another like shot of adrenaline next year. Um, I'm all for hopefully <laughs> the, this base game will be great. Cause, uh, if 2019 is any occasion, I don't know with the beta, uh, I have a, a few concerns. Uh, hopefully that might be alleviated when the main game comes out. Um, but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I was engaged. So we shall see. I mean, who am I kidding? I'm going to play it either way. Just if I'm, (laughs) if I'm going to enjoy it, (laughs) it's probably the bigger question, but, uh, cool stuff either way. Um, in addition to that recently as well, uh, Jason Schreier, uh, the infamous, uh, man of drops, man of news tidbits, uh, did confirm alongside with the DLC, apparently 
uh, campaign DLC will also be re- released um, uh, with the map pack, which makes a lot of sense considering this is going to be like a resurgence um, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, like I said earlier, a shot of adrenaline in uh, Call of Duty to sustain the second year uh, with it, with a, with the game not having uh, a, another release official new um, numbered well not even numbered new Call of Duty title until 2024. So, hey, more time, more time playing Modern Warfare 2. Yes, please. Yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it willingly. You hear me? I'll take it willingly. I'll take it happily. Moving on. Um, apparently, uh, Horizon Forbidden, uh, wait, Horizon Zero Dawn is getting remade. So, uh, this was via, um, a leaked, uh, Sony online entertainment document that actually had a lot of, uh, of various tidbits in it. Um, but probably one of the more notable ones specifically is, uh, horizon, uh, PS five remaster remake remaster. I guess it's more fair to call it a remaster, but <sighs> Maybe that that is uh the the big misconception is that uh the fact that it's being remade similar to the last was part one, um but it actually is being remastered versus wait, yeah I think it's wait now I'm confusing myself. There's remaster, and then what's the other one? Remasters where you literally remake a game. Remaster remake. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> that's what's messing me up. So remaster is essentially you is, is essentially porting the game by, you know, in terms of, uh, transferring all the assets of the original game, the engine and whatnot, but sprucing up the graphics generally, maybe adding a few, uh, minuscule, uh, things to it, like a skin or something like that. But remaster is basically rebuilding the game from the ground up, uh, you know, um, you know, generally a a totally different engine that can vary, but you know, that's the general gist. So I think, uh, the big kerfuffle was, I think people were mistaking this for a remake when it's a remaster remaster is fine. Um, I think it is, but it is, I think still kind of weird to remaster a PS4 game. That's what only like, uh, four, four years old, four or five years old at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, if they, especially if they don't charge for it, then that that's totally fine. But I assume that they're, they're going to try to charge If they're going to try to charge us 70 bucks again to play the game, uh, that's where I definitely have issue, but I guess time, time will tell. Um, time will tell. Uh, yeah, you got some of the, the expected horizon, uh, forbidden West, um, being released on, uh, PC on the slate to be released on PC as well as DLC and support. 
Horizon Online. That's interesting. So apparently some, uh, maybe I'm assuming some multiplayer games set in the Horizon universe. Heard about Horizon VR. Um, some game called Heartbreak. Survival horror game. I'm not sure if we heard about that yet. Uh, Destruction All-Stars, even though this came out, I'm not sure if this is um, referring to a game that's already released. Yeah, you got Returnal. Uh, Ronin, I think the one game we saw at the recent state of play. Um, yeah, so at least the most notable definitely was the Horizon PS5 remaster, which is just a little weird, a little jarring. Um, but I mean, I guess maybe that's the, the, the environment we're in now, like, you know, considering how close the PS4 is to the PS5 that, you know, maybe it is easier to do said like remasters and stuff like that. Or, uh, maybe there's a legitimate reason to do so. Um, I guess we'll, we'll find out, um, when we do, but it, it, it definitely is admittedly pretty weird. I have to, I have to admit. So keeping on that PlayStation train. Chee chee. <laughs> um, in addition, also talking about PSVR two. So, uh, this came out a little while ago that, uh, PSVR two, won't be compatible with PSVR games. Um, I guess this was via blog post, uh, via playstation.com. And man, I have to say off the rip, this is a horrible idea. Um, hopefully this means, yeah, based off what they're that just the statement alone, that is a horrible idea. Uh, considering how minuscule the VR market is in of itself, um, you definitely want to have as many games as possible to make PSVR two even that much more enticing for somebody who maybe didn't get a PSVR one. Um, and you know, considering the how presumably expensive it is compared to like how much how 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 much time am I going to be using this versus, you know, just the standard console itself? That's a big ax for a lot, for a lot. <laughs> it's not like I said, I, I, mean, I have to have an immature moment. It's not like I said, big ass, but big ask for a lot of people to, um, to jump and dive into, uh, all willy nilly, you know, of course they, they got re re eight VR, that's probably the only one thing that stood out to me specifically, but I would have liked to play RE seven VR. Cause I, that was something I was wanting to do, but it's like now PSVR two is coming out and I don't want that. And then if you want to play R, you still want to play RE seven VR, you're going to have to buy a, v, a original PSVR on top of PSVR two. And then that that's going to be an annoying process in of itself because you're going to have to connect a, I think you'll have to connect a, uh, device, um, uh, a little box that basically I believe splits the HDMI connection, but the HDMI connection connection is HDMI 2.2.0, which is going to be incompatible. If you have a HDMI 2.1 compatible TV, it's just, 
it's that's just that's just irritating them. Somebody who's like, you know, I guess considers himself to be fairly on the, you know, cutting edge when it comes to technology and stuff like that. But that's just that's just irritating. Then I'm I'm gonna have to switch it out. Uh, well, technically, I wouldn't. I I think it it primarily uses the uh, USB USB uh 3.0 connection on the front of the PS5. So I mean, that's somewhat of a benefit, but still, it's like I don't want to sacrifice my I don't want to compromise my PS5's uh um capability just for PSVR one uh to you know handicap my connection of of, you know, uh, having to go down to 4k 60 when I have the capabilities of 4k 120 with the bottleneck being the PSVR. I don't want to do that. That's just, I'm not even sure if the PSVR one works with PS five. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Cause I know they, uh, you could get an adapter so that it technically does, but that's too much, man. That's too much asking me. No, no, and then on top of having to deal with making space for it in California, mm. Mm. I don't know about that, buddy. I don't know about that. Um, just a horrible idea all around. If anything, I say at the very least, they just really need to work on bringing the the PSVR one games, uh, to be made available to PSVR two by you know updating it to be compatible with via PSVR two, or, you know, even, I mean, I wouldn't be a fan of it, but literally like, uh, re re releasing the game for PSVR two to kind of work around that issue, if anything. And I know there are some hurdles because they technically use generally different forms of technology in a way, and that would need some work, but I'd say whatever you got to do, PlayStation, throw, throw as much money as you can, because that's only going to help make this device that much more appealing to, you know, the consumer. Um, that definitely is, I was always thinking about it, debating, considering, but now it's like, uh, I don't, I don't, I, the only game that really wanted me to get PSVR was again, RE seven. And then now with RE eight VR, but that's the only game I could see myself really wanting to play. I don't really, nothing else is striking me like that new horizon VR game. Didn't really look that appealing to me. Didn't speak to me. At least there's just, it's not, it's, it's not enough for me personally to, to jump. Now, if like the, the whole reason for this, uh, if, if there was the whole plethora of PSVR games, uh, as well, uh, with, with, along with the PSVR two, then that would definitely make it way more enticing for me. Cause I know I had some super cheap miscellaneous games. I know games I got from PS plus that I would, uh, you know, Oh yeah, I already got these. And then that would sweeten the deal for me to, you know, actually make the jump. But with oh especially with the, this this uh this this news I, I don't really see myself diving in for a PSVR two. I just do not. Just do unfortunate though. That really is. Uh 
um, sticking with, <laughs> or, or shall I say, keeping that VR train going, choo choo, <laughs> um, MetaQuest, <laughs> MetaQuest, MetaQuest Pro, uh, was announced, uh, during Meta's, like, I think, I guess, I don't even know what they call it. It was some Meta, Meta, <laughs> Meta, Meta. The meta meta. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but the meta quest pro was announced. Um, looks pretty neat. It's a uh, fully black. You love to see it. Um, it looks definitely the skinniest, the, the, the slimmest of, you know, the previous line of meta products, meta quest products. Um, it looks very slim, very form fitting. I definitely would love to like, uh, wear one and test it out. They'll probably have some kiosks at uh, like uh, Best Buys and stuff. <laughs> at some point, I, I would assume. But um, it looks clean. It looks clean. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's always the the issue with a uh, VR headsets. It's like <laughs> it's hard to look cool with a VR headset on. I don't know. I can't. I, I've not seen one person that looks necessarily. Like, man, that dude look cool with a, with a VR headset on. Uh, until we get to that day, then I would say, you know what? Yeah, VR is definitely is is definitely making some moves. This is somewhat close. I mean, it definitely just looks like straight up glasses, uh, just a maybe a bigger form of glasses, not as like you know, a, a, um, uh, intrusive as the other headsets. It doesn't look as a uh, you know, crazy or wild, but it still is there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, got the Qualcomm Snapdragon XR25 G chipset, uh, 256 gigs of storage, 100 or 12 gigabytes of RAM, uh, 4k, uh, for each eye. Um, what else? Or 20, maybe not. 2160 by 2160 pixels, uh, display resolution. I believe that's 4k, maybe 2k. Let me look that up. So I don't, I don't look like an idiot. Yeah, that's generally, well, 3840 by 2160. So that's, essentially 4k, I guess, given the dynamics with this headset, I think, um, got the dual T engine three QLED panels. Okay. A little QLED going, uh, 10 sensors and IR, IR depth projector for mixed reality. So, uh, that is one of the, the, I think the points of this headset too, was that uh, this is going to try to do some mix between VR and AR supposedly. I think other devices have tried this. I forgot which one, but, uh, it, it, it was kind of janky. So I guess we'll see if this actually is able to do that. But, uh, only time will tell, I guess the one caveat that I noticed is apparently it, it, the, the battery is even weak is weaker than the quest two and the quest two is like, I guess three hours on a good day. Um, uh, this is a 5,000 milliamp battery. So you're looking at about two hours. 
uh, you know, give or take. That's a, so that's a tough ass. I mean, of course you can, uh, you know, uh, have it connected to a device where, you know, it's charging while you're playing it, but then it, then it's the whole issue of being tethered, which nobody, I think that's the biggest issue. A lot of people have with VR is like being tethered to something where, you know, you, 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 you don't feel that you can like freely move around and have like a good range of motion or whatever, you know? So I don't know, man. Oh, (laughs) forgot that. I forgot to mention, of course, you know, all for the low, low price of (laughs) $1,500. <laughs> Somebody give me one. Oh, do I got it? I'm gonna try it live. <laughs> that works. That works very much. <laughs> That's your wallet dying. <laughs> your wallet literally dying trying to buy this. <laughs> Get the one meme. We don't have the capacity. <laughs> oh, that's too good. That is too good. Um, yeah. So, uh, it also is uh, backwards compatible with the Quest Two. So, pretty much everything that um you could play on the Quest Two, you'll be able to play on the Quest Pro. So, um, new touch controllers. They look pretty sleek. Sleek and slick. Why not both? Um, yeah, uh, that price, that price is, uh, is a huge ask. So that's, that's the only thing initially I see as an issue, but yeah, probably after time passes and nobody buys it, they're like, then when they cut the price and like, okay, might be time to jump in, but yeah, with that initial price, no, thank you, ma'am. No, thank you. No, thank you. Pretty cool though. Um, I know they also announced that they purchased uh, some companies. I know the one of the companies in particular, one of the the greatest companies that made uh, RE4 VR. Uh, what was the company? What was the company? Uh, let's see. Oh, we're... Okay, it was called Meta Connect. Meta Connect. So Meta Connect. Uh, wow, well, I know, I know what it was, but damn it. Let's see. Sorry for VR. Armature Studio. That's at least one. And I think there was another one. 
but I can't <clears throat> recall. But they bought Armature Studio, the developer for, um, they helped port RE4 to VR and was very well done. I am still just amazed that they have the work they did with that. Um, so MetaQuest Pro, they also announced a partnership with Microsoft, uh, to bring workplace tools to VR. So I think this is mainly for Microsoft teams to apparently use in the workplace. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> being able to use uh, progressive web app versions of word, Excel, PowerPoint, Out Outlook. That's, that's going to be a th thing. Um, yeah, there's apparently this whole work working in VR thing. VR headsets might replace our desktops altogether. Yeah, definitely believe it when I see it. That's a huge, uh, that is a huge, huge if. Um, yeah, I guess there's push to fitness, fitness and exercise, which is, is actually uh, a main reason I, I, I've used meta the quest a lot. So I guess they're adding a bundle for your, so you won't be so sweaty in your, uh, <laughs> your $1,500 headset. Yeah, that would be, that'd be nice. Um, apparently a partner in NBC universal to develop experiences around like the office, uh, IPs like the office, uh, monsters, dreamworks and things of that nature. Oh yeah. Then the, then the weird revelation that you can use legs in VR now, apparently for your meta avatar. So there's that, I guess I don't, I don't know. Yay. Yay. Legs in VR. Yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, outside of that, that was, that was pretty much at least the highlights there. So all in all, pretty cool. Pretty cool. At least, uh, believe it fully commit when I see it, if, uh, you know, the price gets low enough where it actually is enticing, but mm, that's exit for a lot there, buddy. Not, not, uh, not a hundred percent on that. Uh, moving on. Also, we, uh, we saw, finally saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, there's a direct as well as a like official teaser. I, I mainly just caught the teaser. Um, have to say, uh, really everything looked good. Just visually, everything looked great. Everything looked like how I would envision like a movie, Mario movie to look. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, I, he I hear it was apparently it took like seven years to, even do this movie like in general I guess um which is crazy but uh loved everything Jack Black's Bowser hey that was a hey if that was if if whatever I was thinking in my head for Bowser Jack Black nailed it I really really dug it obviously a lot of you know uh relevancy to 
the games, of course, which I, I definitely uh, enjoy and love. Um, but we got to talk about the big ass elephant in the room, which is Chris Pratt, <laughs> which is the, which was one of the most peculiar, peculiar, uh, choices, uh, in terms of casting, um, that, that was made and man, oh boy. So we, uh, to, 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 to give benefit of the doubt, it was only like a blurb, uh, like a, uh, three seconds of dialogue we got from Mario in the movie. We say mushroom kingdom. Here we come. And, uh, I'm not doing it justice of course, but, uh, man, dude sounded straight up like Linda Belcher from, uh, Bob's burgers straight up. That's what, that's, that's what I initially picked him on. And, you know, everybody of course started, you know, making that association. Some people just said he just sounds like himself, but Posley as Mario, which is that's, I'd rather them try to have him have an accent than him just be his normal voice. Cause then it's like, what it's just Chris Pratt. It's just Chris Pratt. What are, what are we doing? So anyway, there's that. Um, but that's really the only negative thing I had. And you never know, they could uh, switch that up when the, uh, when the main, main, main movie comes out. Uh, I think sometime around April, May, March, uh, next year or so. So they have some time to kind of edit work on his voice. Cause that's definitely going to be an issue. So, but outside of that, everybody else I thought was pretty great. At least that we heard was pretty awesome. So, um, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm pretty sure they're going to fix whatever they got to fix. Hopefully, uh, with Mario, but I think I, another thing that's a part, I think, uh, our issue in of ourselves is that, you know, we've been used to hearing Charles Martinet, who's like the, the just definitive voice of Mario, especially in the games and whatnot. Um, so it's gonna, I mean, anybody's voices being different is going to be tough. But, uh, I, I mean, if I thought of somebody to play Mario, it definitely, um, would not be Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is the last person I'm maybe not last, but like <laughs> fourth to last person I, I would want to be Mario in a Mario movie of like, in a, 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 a Italian plumber. I don't know. It's just, especially because we've been trained by the games in terms of who Mario is and his personality. I just don't see, I don't see Chris Pratt being able to nail that unless he just goes very, very out of character or whatever, but we'll see. We'll see. They, they, they did it. They, they played it really well to, you know, not necessarily hurt, you know, um, Chris Pratt too much, but at least get some fan feedback. Like, Hey, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it either way, but at least off of that trailer, at least Chris Pratt just, uh, he, uh, yeah, I guess apparently said he's, his voice is unlike anything you've heard of in the Mario universe. That's very true. And in the most negative way possible, but 
we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Uh, with that being said, that will conclude the news for this week. Uh, let's get into what I've been playing. Of course, uh, Moss Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Uh, I pretty much beat it finally. It feels like it's been like <laughs> ever since it came out in June and I've like barely I've been doing like little bite sized bits here and there. But then I with the last few weeks, I've been like putting some serious time into it. And uh, pretty damn good. It's a pretty damn good uh, DLC. I have to say very, 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 very good DLC. I think it um answered a lot of uh Monster Hunter fans issues with the game which was uh you know just uh like give us some more challenging monsters uh to face and you know just a G rank you know uh type Monster Hunter grind which they definitely did in a lot of ways um still felt easy but maybe I'm just speaking from somebody who's experienced in the monster Hunter games, but, uh, it is still felt pretty fun. Um, I played on PC, so I think I mentioned it a bit, but had to regrind, uh, to, to, to get up to being able to play in, in the DLC, which I successfully did. And then pretty much wrote credits and did a little bit of uh end game stuff after that and just got to the point where like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I feel, feel good. I can move on. So at least I have, uh, some stuff open if trying to play, play, uh, with friends or whatnot, but at least for now, I'm good. I'm content. Uh, it was pretty fun. Another, uh, cool addition I have to mention was, uh, actually playing this a lot on, on my steam deck, which is cool. Trying to get that full experience of, you know, play a game on the go sync, uh, to, uh, you know, the cloud save and then be able to play on my desktop, which was uh pretty, pretty dope. Have to say steam deck, man, shouts out to the steam deck. I'm, I'm really, that's a purchase. I'm very glad. Uh, I, I did, I did go through with cause, uh, man, it, that, that just, that in of itself was just great. Um, but yeah, overall, Sunbreak, pretty great. Monster Hunter fan, definitely recommend. I feel like I'm, I'm, I've talked about this briefly before, so I feel like I'm going, but it feels like it's so long. But either way, you get the gist, you get the, you get the idea, you get the concept. Uh, also, uh, played the last week of the Modern Warfare Two beta, which feels like so long ago now, but. Uh, yeah, played the, the second week of the Modern Warfare 2 beta, which I guess they apparently made some changes. Um, I did notice they made the, uh, perk timed perk system, uh, a little bit faster, which I don't know, even after I think I've expressed my issue with the, the timed perk, uh, system, I just wish they just give us the traditional, 
just just rugged and raw uh, perk system. You just have, you know, all of your perks up front. Or um, I think the, like I mentioned, the 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 bet, better idea is to have those perks be uh, turn pro where they're amplified as time goes on, which I think is the best kind of um, middle ground for, you know, um, uh, players issues with, with this system versus, you know, the, what the developers are trying to, you know, implement and, you know, mix up the game, make the game new or whatever, but it just feels, it just feels arbitrary. Like I, like I said before, so hopefully I doubt it will be changed by the time of release, but hopefully, um, you know, down the line, they'll probably patch it where maybe they will do at least the pro system, the time to pro system or something like that. So, um, outside of that, Oh yeah, I did uh, exploit some. Uh, I, I might have mentioned it, but exploit some uh, some new uh, bugs in the game that let you play game uh, guns that you're not supposed to use yet. Of course, the uh, perk glitch where you can uh, use deadly silence, which you don't get until level thirty, that you can exploit and use earlier by doing a little trickery in the UI, the 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 menu UI when making perks and stuff. Um, outside of that, that's, that's been really my biggest gripe. Um, I feel like I can't really get a full vibe of everything until the full game comes out where I can, I can actually play all the, the available maps that, that at least drop at launch and, um, uh, get a feel for the weapon progression system as well as the weapons to, you know, kind of get my, get my, uh, feelers feelings in there as, uh, as well. So overall, um, at least it's, it, it, it felt pretty solid, uh, at least from what, what was there, but, uh, definitely looking forward to releasing what, like the next few weeks, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta do it. Yeah. All right. Um, also played um played that water that's what I <laughs> uh also played uh neon white so i just had this random urge like man i really want to play neon white but specifically the uh level run mode which is basically a speed run mode for a neon white since the game obviously caters caters itself to be speed sped run speed run speed run I'm, I'm curious what the official terminology is speed ran sped ran speed ran to be uh we'll say speed ran but uh yeah it was pretty fun i like did it maybe a little over two hours i want to say um which is kind of crazy thinking like it felt like 10 hours for me to beat the game but you know obviously the story elements and whatnot but um it was pretty fun of course you know that that awesome uh soundtrack by machine girl uh which is just one of the just a damn godlike soundtrack i have to say because man you 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 in the zone and you 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 vibe into some machine girl shooting and you know platforming and all that stuff and oh just that whole combination it was just ah it was uh 
it was it was good it was like euphoria it was it was it was kind of sexual not gonna lie and uh you know most positive nonsense <laughs> it was sexual in the most non-sexual way <laughs> so um yeah that was very fun very fulfilling uh also you know being able to at least referring back to memory from the the, the past times you played the game uh in terms of how the maps are running and whatnot but of course you know I uh, had to restart, you know, a few maps pretty, pretty often, but uh, at least those t- it wasn't as, uh, I don't know, soul killing as, uh, you know, it would be otherwise, I guess, you know, having beaten the game before, but it was pretty cool. It was, uh, it definitely gave up, gave a whole new vibe to the game. It felt like a traditional old school type game, being able to, you know, speed run the game and whatnot, but um, I did choose to do the linear option. Uh, shouts out to anybody in their right mind that can do, uh, the random option. I forgot what they call it. I think they call it heaven or hell or, or maybe that's referring to like playing the, the, uh, stages, uh, in, like mirrored or whatever, but either way, it's pretty cool. Neon white man. Give, give neon white, give neon white is flowers, man. Give, give neon white is flowers. It's a really, it's a damn good game, man. I hope, I hope it gets a lot of, uh, at least indie, indie game of the year awards. Hell, even game of the year awards. Put it in there. Put it in there. See, I feel like neon white is going to be the game that not, is not going to get the love and respect it deserves, but it should, it should. And, and the fact that it, it potentially won't, it just, it hurts. It, it breaks my heart personally, but what are you going to do? What you, what you going to do? What you going to do? I digress. Uh, also, uh, finally played no more heroes three for the PS five. Uh, so the, uh, uh, additional platforms, uh, finally released this week. Um, and, uh, boy, at least graphically night and day, man, especially (laughs) having, uh, you know, play through the, uh, not the best, uh, Nintendo switch version. Um, it, it is, I have to say it's a, it's a very great improvement. Um, at least for PS five, it seems to play a 4k 60. Um, <laughs> which is a huge jump compared to Nintendo switch version. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was playable. And, uh, it was a, a technical achievement to be playing 60 FPS in certain segments of the game as well. Um, but, uh, overall, at least specifically, definitely the open world segments who they, uh, ooh, they felt though that the switch was, the, 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 <laughs> the switch was struggling. Uh, just that, that, whew. It was, it was some struggles to be had. I heard my, <laughs> I heard my switch take off, getting ready to take off. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I can't be, can't be saying that, but, um, it, it was, it was, it was passable. It was playable. So I'm not a big, um, person on graphics. Um, and as long as the gameplay is good and it's not like necessarily atrocious, then, um, 
I'm I'm down. I am down. But if it's um if it's if <laughs> I can't even say that because I played uh, Deadly Premonition two the whole way, even including the side stuff. Um, and that was, that was pretty rough. That was pretty rough. Like 20, 20 frames per second type game. And that was rough. So I can't even say that, but obviously I prefer better graphics if the option is there. So, um, but yeah, with this game, yeah, they, de- that's the, probably the biggest difference is obviously the huge graphical upgrade. I guess there's a separate team that worked on this to port it specifically. Um, and it shows this is, this, it looks great, runs pretty much a damn lot 60. It feels like at least, um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. You get some of the adaptive trigger, uh, interaction when, when you're on the, the bike. Um, what else? I guess that's where it really ends. I guess one of the gripes, if I could have one is that, um, I hoped that they maybe increase the density of the, uh, the, the pedestrians in the, in the game where, uh, at least it feels like it's just the same as the switch port where they didn't add any volume density of, uh, like, you know, pedestrians and I don't know, other cars or whatever. That would have been a nice addition. Cause I know that given it came from the switch, I know it definitely would have been capable of doing it. So. Apparently there's been some discourse regarding the game specifically like the PC port. Well, discrepancy between the PS five and PC port specifically, I guess nobody one plays it on the Xbox, but, um, is that the textures are better on the switch compared to PS five. But I feel like that's even subjective, um, depending on your taste, it feels like, but apparently modders going at work on a game, like <laughs> to get multiplayer going. Hey, I'm all for it. Give me, give me four Travis's beating up these fools. Um, I'm also playing it on bitter. I think that's the hardest, at least, uh, off the bat. I know there's additional harder motive that you lock after beating it, I believe, but that's been a little rough, a little challenging, but I'm like, I already beat it. So like, let me at least just, uh, just play it at the hardest. It's just out of curiosity. Cause I think, I don't think I did do that, but overall I'm enjoying it. I'm on the seventh, I think, uh, assassin. Um, but Hey, everything seems to be working fine. It looks beautiful glorious playing. No more heroes three at four K 60. Ah, thank you. Suda. Thank you. Marvelous. Thank you guys so much. I mean, now it's like, when, when are we getting the no more heroes one and two for uh PS five? And well, I guess the rest of the consoles, mainly PS five and Xbox. Um, but I think it might be after the, uh, after the port, the port of, um, they fixed the PC port, which they recently announced as well that they're fixing the PC port. Cause I've, <laughs> I've shared my dis discourse with the uh, PC ports of one and two, um, the, the, the fair share issues I've had with it. So my assumption is that they're probably going to fix up the PC port. And after they at least, um, confirm that, that those are fixed, then they'll probably, we'll probably get the PS five Xbox ports of uh one and two. So like that always, that, that always got to me. Like, how are you going to, 
why why would you release the third game in a series uh when you don't have the previous games in the said series on the same platform that never really made sense to me uh that, that but at least i just take it as an implication that they they got to release the one and two at this point now and i think considering that at least three was exclusive to the switch and then eventually went to um the consoles now that i think uh one and two is probably going to have the same fate hopefully um and please if if it if it if we do get a playstation version let's come on just give us give us that uh you know when sylvia speaks to us give us the option to hear it through the controller i just just give me some novelty because that's just give me that novelty please if they know what they're doing they're gonna do it it, the capability is right there. Just, just give me what I want. Marvelous. Give me what I, Suda marvelous. I know you hear me. Give me, give me what I want. Just give, give me what I want. It's easy. It's easy. Just, you know, just port the, the, the codex and the programming just to have whenever I talk to Sylvia on the phone, I just, I just, just raise my controller, put it in my ear. Sylvia talking all that bullshit that I don't really want to hear, but I just I want to hear because of the novelty, you know. I'm just saying. I just would like that very much. But I digress. I digress. Um and with that being said, that concludes um if I could find my my damn mouse. It's so fast. It's so fast. Where did it go? Where did it go? Oh my God. Am I just, oh my God. Uh, okay. Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> um, that concludes, uh, what I've been playing this, uh, this week. So let's get into, uh, what I've been watching, which has really just been, uh, uh, she Hulk actually watched the finale last night. Um, man where do i start so i know it's been a few episodes uh since we last spoke but uh i definitely enjoyed the 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 the, the majority of she-hulk some episodes were maybe a little hit or miss there but were still enjoyable regardless um and then we had the finale so not gonna spoil too much necessarily um i'll just say that it was it was, I, at least after I watched it initially after I, you know, initially watched it. Um, I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was pretty satisfying. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, did they just really break the fourth wall and like kind of ruin the ending? And then that's what I started feeling like, uh, I don't know. And, and, and my issue is not necessarily with breaking a fourth wall, but I think it's how you do it. That really you have to be very careful with to not, I don't know, just make it feel too contrived, I guess. I don't know, which I felt is the path. They kind of went unintentionally, um, where I don't know. It's like, I, I, I dig fourth wall breaking stuff. Like I love Deadpool. I like a lot of his fourth wall breaking stuff, but 
I know this is within She-Hulk's plethora of stuff that she at least does in the comics. But at least in the, the specific instance of the finale and how they did it, I just was like, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it was just how they did it. I just wasn't really a fan of, and I won't go into detail specifically, but uh, it just was, it just was, it felt a little too forced for me. I think that's how I'm feeling. It felt a little too forced. I think maybe there was some way to do it better, but I I can't even say how they could do it better. It just, just not that (laughs) without saying too much. So, uh, it, it put a sour taste in my, in my mouth after that. It was definitely some cool stuff that they did do that I, again, won't mention, but, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I really don't. But other than that, it was it was overall a good show. I like the change of pace from you know the standard uh, cookie cutter <laughs> cookie cutter Marvel uh, formula. But um, I enjoyed it. I really did. So with that being said, it's pretty much. All I notably watched, at least. Um, so I think that will conclude uh, episode one hundred and something. If I could just, if my mouse just won't stop acting up. Where, where are you going? One hundred sixty-four of uh, switches sites. Um, yeah, if you uh, enjoy the podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your various podcasts and platforms. Five stars are greatly appreciated. Uh, all that good stuff. Um, you can catch our archive on youtube.com slash which as well. Um, yeah. And with that being said, uh, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.